The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Africa Business Report brought to you by Nedbank Corporate and Investment Banking. Partner with the bank that puts sustainability at its heart. See money differently. Nedbank, Chris Bishop, the founding editor of Billionaire Tomorrow and author of a fabulous book called Africa's Billionaires. Um, You're just back from Uganda. You've been traveling, Chris Bishop. I have, and there's a lot more to come, I could tell you. But uh, no, it's a fascinating trip. Um, elections coming, as you know, uh, January the 14th. Uh, uh, funnily enough, the, uh, one of the, the stories of the trip is that most of the people in business there, I mean, as you know, there's been questions raised over Yoli Mutsubin is 35 years in power. But a lot of people there are saying, well, actually, no change. It's quite a good thing for the economy at the moment because uh, it's starting to recover a little bit. And certainly the streets in Uganda... Uh, and Kampala, they're certainly full again. You know, always uh, notoriously full of motorbikes and traffic and whatever. And certainly, I did notice a lot of economic activity there, even though, obviously, there were checks everywhere for um, COVID-19. Um, and what is the what was the mood in Uganda? I mean, it's it's a country with a with a, with a, a, a really challenging uh, post-colonial history. Um, uh, how are things settling now? Well, funny, two little um, two little. Uh, Yet, so I'll put with you one with Bobby Wine, the, the opponent in the, the elections to uh, Musabeni, appeared on CNN while I was there. And I, the whole place went quiet. A lot of people were watching him, but we were talking to some Ugandans afterwards saying, Well, would you vote for him? And he said, Well, no, not really. He's a musician. He doesn't have any future for us. That's uh, one side of it. And another interesting thing was a lot of the um, so called uh, Ugandan Asians, the Indian people who were born there, who were kicked out by Idi Amin. I spoke to a hell of a lot who'd come back from Europe and whatever you to settle again in Uganda. And they all said, when I said, Why? They said, No, you can still make money yet. You still get 20, 30% margins. It's still a place you can find fair amount of ease of doing business. So uh, it's not all bad, but uh, certainly there's a lot of challenges there. Yeah, absolutely. You've also been Lake Victoria. Somebody was asking, I mean, somebody asked the question the other day. I think it's fairly asked fairly often, why is Lake Victoria still called Lake Victoria? Um, maybe you want to discuss that. But there's the, the beautiful flower farm on the banks of Lake Victoria you were telling us about just the other day. It's facing all kinds of new threats. I know. It's incredible. I mean, it's, this lake is called uh, Rosebud Farm. It belongs to the Ugandan billionaire, the Subiotal Podale, he's worth about $1.6 billion. Uh, he's one of the richest people in East Africa. And uh, he's got this farm, and he built it up from virtually nothing, and uh, he does about 15 million roses a year, purely for export. They go to the, uh, the flower uh, market in Holland, then they get exported to France, Germany, and Britain. Supermarkets, you know, the wrapped in cellophane, the sort of things you take when you're sorry or you go to somebody's house or something for a party, you take flowers there. So it's a huge market. And it turns over about $15 million. So it's about a dollar of stem. But the biggest threat there is, I mean, COVID he thought was the biggest threat, but he got people to stay into the farm and not go out. That's how they rode through that and get producing. The biggest threat he get, he's got his caterpillar eggs, believe it or not. Um, they've been finding caterpillar eggs uh, dropped there by butterflies in their big things. And it's a big problem, apparently, because the, the Dutch were telling them only recently, sorry, we're going to cancel all your imports if you keep sending us uh, caterpillar eggs. And as you know, the, the Dutch are very, very um, meticulous about going through and checking everything. Apparently, the, the, the inspectors at the airport in Holland, they charge 15 euros a minute 
for checking these um, the, the flowers when they come in. It's a bit funny. But anyway, and they threatened, so they've had now to check for caterpillar eggs. And I asked the guy a little earlier, I said, how many eggs did they find? And he said, four. I said, how many roses? And he said, 12 million. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so they found these eggs. So now what they've done, they've instituted five checks of the roses before they leave the place. So there's five teams all armed with magnifying glasses. I'm not kidding you. You stand there and go through leaf by leaf to see if they catch their eggs. Where they grow the actual things, they've got all this stuff like molasses and, and uh, like these little lights and things to get rid of butterflies. Because they're just paranoid. You can kill off the tray, but... It's an incredible operation, and it's growing. They're going to expand this year, time when many uh, companies are drawing in their horns. They're going to expand. And um, as I say, you know, they're even looking at ways of returning the water to Lake Victoria and uh, in the interest of the environment. They think about 300 cubic meters out a day, and they're allowed to recycle the water as well to make it a more sustainable operation. Fabulous story. Um, and then... Uh, well, well, that's so interesting. I mean, it's a curse, I think, of the super rich everywhere in the world, and that is the risk of family members being kidnapped for ransom. And uh, you've got a story on that. Yeah, incredible. I mean, the guy called uh, Godfrey Kibunira. He's uh, in hotels, he owns shopping malls across uh, Kampala. He's one of the richest people in Uganda. He's worth tens of millions of dollars. But um, And he actually hustled his first penny, believe it or not, when he was 12 years old. He took black market cigarettes from Kampala on the train to the border with the Congo, where they were in big demand. And he would go there as a 12-year-old, sit there, wait for a week, wait for the shadowy people to come across the border, and buy his cigarettes and give him the money, and he'd go back. And I think he got ripped off about the fourth time he went. But he used that capital to build his empire, which he had um, imported bikes, bike parts, um, tires, and he went into shopping malls. He's got a house that overlooks the whole of Kampala and Lake Victoria on top of a hill in a place called uh, Baziga. It's a fantastic place. And this guy's, but the sad part is his grandson. His grandson was basically um, kidnapped at the age of four. And he was telling me about it. He said it often happens quite often in Kampala. They sometimes they can even be killed. But what happened was these two uh, Burundians, they kidnapped his uh, grandson. And um, basically, uh, they, they demanded 200 million shillings ransom, which is about $50,000. And the police and everybody and the family went looking for this child. Eventually, the, the couple, they got um, scared and they, they dumped this poor four-year-old kid at the side of the road. But one of the great angles to the story, which I love, this child is now a star winger from Manchester City. Can you believe it? Now he's age 13. <laughs> he's in Manchester in England, he's in their academy, and he's banging goals in left, right and centre for the Manchester City under 14. So, you remember this name, Caden King Lepore, that's his name. And, uh, you know, and, and funny enough, the old man, the grandpa, he's a Manchester United fan. You know, <laughs> you know his grandson's name for Manchester City, but you should see the smile on this guy's face if he tells you about his grandson. So, it's a terrible story. It was a very traumatic time for the family, but as they all said to me when they told me the story back in Kampala last week, uh, all's well that ends well, you know, and they're very proud and this child's going to have a very uh, bright future ahead of him. Fabulous tale. Thank you, Chris Bishop, very much indeed. The founding editor of Billionaire Tomorrow and also the author of a book called Africa's Billionaires, recently back from Uganda.